Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here with another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Um, thanks for joining me today. What I wanted to do today was to talk a little bit about uh, the concept of lifetime value. I was talking to a client the other day, um, and one of the challenges that a lot of businesses uh, face is trying to understand uh, what, how much you can spend to acquire a new client or sell a particular product, and also... If you're in a sort of a business where you provide a, a service which is uh, has a low lifetime value, you're constantly, constantly, constantly looking for new clients, which can be a bit of a hassle, can actually become a bit of a, a challenge in that process. So understanding lifetime concept, lifetime value concept is really important. We call it LTV, if you haven't heard of that concept before. What it basically means, it's fairly simple, is like when you bring a client on board uh, – what is your lifetime value concept, uh, lifetime value average at the moment? So, And the way you could do that is you could look at your clients, say going back for the last, uh, say, 12 months, number of clients, look at the revenue generated from those clients, divide one by the other, assuming that those clients are no longer with you, and you'll get a lifetime value. Now, there's a couple of things that are important to to understand. Firstly, it's important that you know what your lifetime value is with clients. So if you don't have that information, then work it out. And a lifetime value is calculated, you have to calculate from clients that are no longer active with you. Because if they're still active with you and they're still paying you money, they're still they still have a life, a lifetime with you. So the number one step to developing a lifetime value is to understand what that that is. And it's a sort of the purse or the wallet amount that a client spends with you, and it could be over three months, four months, six months, nine months, ten months. So find out, if you haven't done it before, try to understand what your lifetime value is. And you might find that, you know, typically most businesses have different groups of clients. You can have clients that are commercial clients, maybe residential or, um, you know, consumer clients, and you have different lifetime values for each of those groups. So step one in trying to get a grip on the lifetime value approach is to understand exactly where you are at. Now, the second part of the lifetime value is to the the higher, ideally for a lot of businesses, it would be great to have a high lifetime value. Why is that? Um, the reason for that is that it you can then take more, a little bit more time and spend a little bit more money in acquiring clients. So, for example, if you sell a program or a course or a particular service and it's $4,000 um, as a total value, you might decide that you know the total cost for you to acquire that client might be 10% of that or 15% of that. So it might be 500 or 750. Depending on how much margin you have, you sort of set yourself a particular uh, maximum spend, which can be a little bit challenging depending on uh, on where you're trying to sort of generate the revenue. Um, but if you sort of can look at a, a greater lifetime value, then you've got more money to play with. So you might actually spend a couple of grand, two or $3,000 to do that. So I'll give you an example of lifetime value. Um, one of my businesses, ResiCert, which is an inspection business, we sell a franchise. Yeah, now, you, 
when you're looking at marketing and spending money on advertising, we often focus on the initial sale. That doesn't take into account the back end or the ongoing lifetime value. So let's look at a, a franchise sale. Uh, so in our business or in other businesses as well, like if we look at a franchise sale in our business at the moment, it's around $70,000. So when we sell a franchise, there's $70,000 of, of value or of revenue that we attract. Uh, when a licensee comes on board with us, uh, there's certain fees that we acquire from that client. They pay us monthly fees, and there's also a percentage of the revenue generated. So that lifetime value, when we calculated, uh, it's around, it worked out roughly, uh, if they, they pay fees of around 6000 a year, So and the average retention time is about five years, so that's $30,000 in service fees over a period of five years. And the revenue, typically a, a franchisee will put through something like uh, about a hundred grand on average a year, so that's five hundred grand, which we get to retain thirty percent. That's one hundred and fifty thousand. So when you look at the lifetime value, it's one hundred and fifty grand, thirty thousand in fees, seventy thousand. So it's about two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, the lifetime value for us with a franchisee. So we look at that and we go, well, that's pretty good. So you know, for us to be able to acquire, bring on board a franchisee, do all the marketing, the ad spend, if we can do that for around five to $7,000, then it makes sense. But if I just looked at the franchise fee, I might have a different perspective on that. And so understanding in any business, the lifetime value of your clients. And part of your strategy might be to look at how you can increase that lifetime value. And you can do that through, you might have a base service, but can you, through talking to your clients and finding out what it is that they need and want or additional services, can you actually continue to offer them services that you're not currently offering them? So for example, you might find you take a client to a certain point and some of those clients might go, well, what's next? And so then you might develop a next step with your clients. And then once they get to the end of that, they go, what's next? And you can continue to do that. So I was talking to um, a good friend of mine, a guy that I've been helping with his business, Jax, and he was talking about how you know, that lifetime value here runs a digital marketing agency was quite low. And so he started looking closely at how we could do a phase one and a phase two and a phase three and provide ongoing uh, services to clients. And so he's now been moving towards, I think his average lifetime value, I don't know the exact number, it was about four or 5,000. Now that's, he's moving towards an average lifetime value of about 50 to 60,000. So it changes the entire process of him engaging with clients. Uh, and how he goes about uh, onboarding clients and looking at retaining retaining clients because it's a lot easier to to provide more services to existing clients than it is to go and find a new client, which takes a lot of effort. So in that process, uh, and it's a little bit like a funnel approach. You know, you might have you don't necessarily expect that all your clients will move through. So you. Excuse me. You might have, um, say, 20 clients. Of those 20 clients, you know, 50% move into the next step. And of those 50%, 50% move into the third step and 50% move into the next step. And so you end up with different revenue streams for each of these phases. But you also end up with, um, uh, you know, as you provide a high level of service and a high cost fee, you end up with less clients that you can service really well. So it's worth understanding in your business um, how you can – uh, how you can use the idea of lifetime value to develop uh, product or services that you can extend with your clients uh, and also look at how you could increase the average sale to clients 
for people that you bring on board, and that'll enable you to um, be able to spend more money on attracting. You know, and that when I say spend more money, it could include you know whether you're using digital media or what lead system you're using, social media. You might be having someone who manages that. You might have salespeople on commissions. You know, there might there's a whole capture. So you might end up, you know, if you, if your lifetime value can be a hundred grand, you might be happy to spend ten thousand dollars on all those components to acquire that sale. Where if your lifetime value is five thousand dollars, you just can't do it. You know, it's just too expensive and you'll uh, you'll go broke. So if you don't, if you haven't implemented that process in your business, looking really closely at lifetime value, it's a little bit harder if you're a business that's just starting up because you haven't quite got that data. But if you're a business that's been around uh, for five, ten years, you've got information, I'd really uh, encourage you to go back and look at your information, look at uh, the revenue flow, look at the number of clients and calculate a lifetime value and determine whether it would be better for your business. And it's not necessarily something that all businesses want to do, but it would be better for your business to be able to increase the lifetime value. And you might say, look, ideally, I'd like to achieve a lifetime value of $20,000 with my clients. And how could you go about doing that? You know, what other services and products do they need and want that you could provide? And so you can go deeper and deeper with your clients. Because part of the thing with clients, and you you will have experienced this, is that you know when they start with you, it's a big step. They don't know whether you're going to deliver, how it's going to work, whether you can do what you said you're going to do. Once you've demonstrated the value to them and you've built trust, then it's a lot easier for them to understand what you, your capability is and that you can deliver on what you promised. And so it's it makes a lot of sense to be able to work really work closely with them for a longer period of time. And when I look at the businesses that I've built, um, I really look at how we can um, build out a bit of a lifetime value concept because you end up building momentum. It's a little bit, at the, the front end, it's a bit, uh, it's a slow, it's a very, almost like an ex- exponential growth curve. It takes a bit of time to get traction. Once you've gotten that traction, you'll find your business will take off much, much quicker, particularly if you've got a system and a model to develop that. So look, um, so lifetime value, it's a great driver for business. I'd really encourage you to understand the lifetime value for your clients and think about, if it's applicable to you, how you can increase that lifetime value and work potentially with less clients and make more money, which is always a good thing. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your time and I look forward to uh, catching up with you the next the next podcast. Ciao for now.